Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845-800-760-1845-800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! Let's get it. Mike Sempervivi here with you for the next hour talking professional wrestling and mixed martial arts. It's Sunday. You know what that means. It means we're here. That's what that means. Brian Alvarez and I do this thing every single day. Seven days a week, and however you're joining me today, tune in iHeart, American Forces Radio, over-the-air affiliates like the Mightier 1090, SportsByline.com, SiriusXM, via podcast or streaming video on Twitch.tv backslash F4W video. Just like to say thank you. A very busy week is being capped off by a very busy weekend. And coming up later on this evening, AEW Revolution, the 10th pay-per-view from the company so far. The main event is John Moxley against Kenny Omega. This is the sixth main event for John Moxley and the third for Kenny Omega. The last time these two were in a pay-per-view main event against each other, it was at Full Gear in November of 2019. An unsanctioned lights-out match which featured a barbed wire bat, a barbed wire broom, a board with mouse traps, gimmick glass, anchor chains, and a partially disassembled ring. Well, how do you top that? Of course you would do an exploding barbed wire death match for the AEW World Heavyweight Championship. Yes, this is taking place in the United States in 2021. It's actually happening. It is something that I never thought I would see at this level, even with everything we've seen over the years, even with all of the stakes kind of raising and everybody looking for attention. I am still blown away, no pun intended, that they are doing this match. So that is going to be the main event of tonight's show. I'll let you know the match rules, how this thing is supposed to work. As well as the rest of the lineup. We gave a lot of predictions this week. There were a couple of matches we didn't talk about. I'll get to those. Plus, hopefully a bunch of other stuff as well. The New Japan Cup is ongoing. There was a wild UFC 259 on Saturday. And so much more. So we'll get started right after this. Wrestling Observer Live. Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. 
There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759-800-449-1759-800-449-1759. Again, that's 800-449-1759. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic, and maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call PetJoy right now. 800-846-2153. 800-846-2153. 800-846-2153. That's 800-846-2153. are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Mike Sempervivi here with you as I am seven days a week for an hour at a time. If you want me 24-7, though, you can find me on Twitter at Sempervivi. The timeline for this show is at WONF4W. The broadcaster is at Sports Byline USA. And if you love pro wrestling, at Mid-Atlantic Pod is a pretty cool timeline as well. Brian Alvarez's Twitter is at Brian Alvarez. He will be back with you tomorrow, but today he is doing some good dadding. So happy birthday to Paisley. He will be back, though, for subscribers to both Twitch and WrestlingObserver.com with two shows, a Brian and Vinny Revolution post show on Twitch. The audio of that will go up immediately on the site afterwards for subscribers and also for subscribers of WrestlingObserver.com. You will get the post-show Observer Radio, which will be 
posted in the wee hours of Monday morning is is how that usually works. It's uh, oftentimes about 5 o'clock in the morning Eastern time. Maybe tonight uh, slash tomorrow morning it will be up a little bit sooner, but uh, obviously the topic du jour is going to be AEW's Revolution, which is airing live on both traditional and streaming pay-per-view. It's going to be on the Bleacher Report app here in North America and on the Fight TV app internationally. It looks like in North America, it's going to be 10 bucks cheaper if you buy it on Bleacher Report. Between the buy-in pre-show and the main card, there are currently nine matches scheduled. As mentioned at the top of the show, the exploding barbed wire death match for the AEW title Kenny Omega, the champion, John Moxley, the former champion, Omega chose the match, and he chose violence, which suits John Moxley just fine. God knows what we're going to see in this match. Surely blood. Unlike the last time the two met in Baltimore, Chris Cruz cannot call the Maryland State Athletic Commission and rat on him. Remember when he did that, Chris Cruz, the former NWA and WCW announcer and Maryland resident? who was so outraged at the match that he dropped a dime on him and kind of got him in the mix up there. Can't happen this time because this is Florida where everything goes nowadays. Tony Khan has announced the building will be at 30% capacity on the AEW podcast mentioned about 1300 fans will be inside the building. The bulk of which will take place at Daly's place where they usually are. And we'll assume that the big carnage will come over at TIA bank field. And I'm just going to assume that they're going to set up everything right there on the 50-yard line. I guess you could do it in one of the end zones, but let's be real. Seeing other people in their end zones is already painful enough for the Jaguars organization. So hopefully they'll avoid adding to such feelings. Kenny Omega tweeted out the rules for the match, as well as a sketch of what ringside is going to look like. The drawing is hilarious. The rules as ridiculous as you would hope they would be. Three sides of the ring ropes will be wrapped in barbed wire. If a wrestler is to come into contact with this barbed wire, this, and I quote, triggers explosives on corresponding sides. Unquote. Outside of the ring on three sides of the floor will be platforms with more barbed wire that will also explode. And yeah, there's a 30-minute time limit. How is that going to be enforced? As the clock hits zero... All of the explosives will ignite. You got that? All of them. Everywhere. They're all going to ignite. I think there's two safe predictions here. One, this match is going for a half hour. Or there is going to be hell to pay, Tony Khan. Don't think that you're going to advertise buttloads of explosives going off at one time in the middle of a National Football League stadium and not deliver that. I am an American, damn it. Give me what I want. I think we're going to get that. Two, and I don't know this for sure, seems like this would be a wonderful way to get Moxley into some time off and a chance to be with his wife, who everyone knows is pregnant. Plus, from a business and an in-ring point of view, it's just Kenny Omega's time anyway. Cycle Mox out. Keep Omega strong. You don't have to like Omega. You can like somebody on the roster more, but this is his time. And to switch up the title again, Nah, it's been barely over three months. One title defense in January against Ray Phoenix. So to me, this dude's title reign has got a lot to go. I mean, he's got all of his 
former Bullet Club cohorts clashing and not vibing with each other inside the realm of the elite? Just can't see it. And that's probably why, as of early this morning, Kenny Omega is a ridiculously heavy favorite. One line was plus 550. I saw plus 350. Why you would want to bet on pro wrestling is beyond me, but there you go. The style of this match, as mentioned on Dynamite the last few weeks, became known due to Atsushi Onida in Japan. Onida and Tarzan Goto held the first no-ropes exploding barbed wire death match in August of 1990. Onida won it, and he kept doing it. Famously in this country, in matches with Terry Funk. And it's not like this has not been tried on American soil before. I don't know how many times, I don't know by who, but ECW did one in 2000. Balls Mahoney and Vic Grimes. It was not successful in any way. In any way. (laughs) One, because it was Balls Mahoney against Vic Grimes. And two, because, I mean, it was a board. It had some things attached to it. They they pushed each other off the top rope. Uh, Mahoney hit it the first time. It went off. Everybody chanted ECW. Mahoney pushed Vic Grimes off of it, which was going to lead to the finish. Nothing. (laughs) So (laughs) he got the other half of of ECW chance uh, a little bit more negative. So that's going to be a failure. I don't think this one is going to be, at least visually. As far as the wrestling match goes, you know, who knows? Not my cup of tea, but, you know, there's enough for everyone on this card. The Casino Battle Royal company confirmed on Saturday on social media that 15 teams will be in this thing. The winner getting an AEW World Tag Team title match down the line. Pac and Phoenix, Bear Country, Varsity Blondes, Allen Angels and Preston Vance of the Dark Order, aka 5 and 10. Evil Uno and Stu Grayson of the Dark Order, Alex Reynolds and John Silva of the Dark Order, Peter Avalon and Cesar Bononi, Mike and Matt Seidel, Ortiz and Santana, The Butcher and The Blade, SCU, Frankie Kazarian and Christopher Daniels. Weren't they doing a retirement angle with Christopher Daniels? What happened to that? Did I have to watch BTE for that? Private Party, The Gun Club, Austin and, Col- Austin and Colton Gunn, Dustin Rhodes and QT Marshall, and then Luchasaurus and The Jungle Boy. What makes sense? A lot could. I guess just depending on how you think the tag title uh, match itself later on is going to go. Young Bucks hold the titles and defend them against Jericho and MJF. If you think Inner Circle's taking the belts, do you go with Ortiz and Santana and continue to tease those tensions? If you're thinking the Young Bucks retain, maybe you're also thinking that Pac and Phoenix, just because that would be like a killer match. You know, whoever wins... Will FTR, who is quite conspicuous by their absence, will they attack them? So there's a there's a lot of variables to this one. I'm taking Pac and Phoenix. Uh, it, it's a safe bet because they can mix it up with anyone. So I'm going to go ahead and, and take the easy way out and go with them. The tag match itself, we all gave our predictions for this this week. I'm going with the Bucks with Sammy coming back to assist for the victory. Still hoping we get an appearance from Papa Buck with a comically sized, like, Looney Tunes-level bandage around his head. But maybe we get some interference from the Good Brothers, possibly uh, to help the Bucks, but in actuality, trying to screw them in some form. So there's nothing cut or dry about that one. Also, and I'll shoehorn this in here, the buy-in match, Thunder Rose on Riho against Britt Baker and Rebel 
Rebel's been trying to get out of the match. I love her, but if she's out of this match, the quality of it should go up immensely unless they replace her with Big Swole or something. So even though we've seen Rosa Baker most recently, we haven't seen Rio Britt in a while. I can see him going in that directions again, but with no changes to the match, I'm definitely going with Rose and Riho, with Riho likely picking up the pinfall. When we get back from break, we'll start taking a look at the rest of the show. Who is the Mystery Hall of Famer going to be revealed as? And so much more. Wrestling Observer Live. We show really what is this MMA. MMA is number one thing is respect. When you come gym, first, first things, what your coach, everybody teach you, hey, you have to respect gym, you have to respect teammates, coaches, you have to still keep uh, clean your gym, every, everything about respect. MMA is not about trash talking. You know, this is what we show with Dustin Porter and his great team. Now you can make your home look great and save money. Right now, when you call Renewal by Anderson, you can buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Plus, you get 12 months with no interest, no money down, and no payments. Upgrade your home. Buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Installation and warranty are even included. And the Renewal by Anderson certified retailers take every safety precaution to protect you and your family. Hey, for 25 years. People have trusted Renewal by Anderson for their window replacement needs, and you can too. So call right now. Don't wait. Learn how to get your free window when you buy four. 800-413-6992. 800-413-6992. That's 800-413-6992. Interest accrues from date of purchase, but is waived if paid in full within 12 months. Other conditions apply. We've adjusted our operations to serve you safely following all CDC guidelines. Visit RenewalByAnderson.com for details. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your 
your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Mike Sempervivi back here with you, Wrestling Observer Live, talking AEW's Revolution coming up tonight. Went through a couple of matches already. Next one up, the big money match. Hangman Adam Page against Matt Hardy. Winner gets the loser's first quarter earnings of 2021. A unique step. This also means, uh, I assume at least, that if Page wins, he'll also be gathering in the 30% of private parties' payoffs that they signed away to Matt Hardy. Does that give them a reason to be involved? Possibly. We've seen them involved already as Isaiah Cassidy dressed up as the Jaguars mascot to attack Adam Page, where he was saved by the Dark Order. And that brings up uh, something that Brian mentioned uh, on Thursday and Friday's shows that some people just blitzed him for. He mentioned, what if the Dark Order turned on the hangman and Matt begins to lead or be involved with the group? And as fun it is as it is to watch Brian get roasted and be told that he's wrong, I don't believe that what he theorized is insanity in the least. And, you know, this is kind of like the briefcase match with New Japan and Jay White and Kota Ibushi biting him in the ass because New Japan is not WWE and AEW is not WWE. And I think a lot of fans are, are stuck into that. They, they look, New Japan and AEW both do dumb things for sure. But they are not lockstepped in philosophies, which a lot of people responded to Brian with, you know, with WWE. You know, they, well, that's a WWE thing. That's a McMahon thing. That's a Russo thing. That's a, a WCW thing if Dark Order were to turn on Adam Page. Whatever. It, it doesn't matter. If you decide to pull this trigger, you have every storyline justification in the world for that group to go heel. You have a group of wrestlers in a cult. One of them is now nicknamed Colt Cabana. I believe that he's got that on his gear. We haven't seen Colt in a while. They unintentionally turned babyface due to some very real-life stuff. But in the story, still, they keep nicely trying to get a true babyface to join them, which he never does. And he's always got an excuse to kill their hopes. So how long do you, if you're the Dark Order, because remember, they ain't the Bright Lights Order, how long do you keep being shot down and functioning from a place of weakness? And I wrote this in the forum that without the saddest streak, they're the oddities and not the flock, which I wrote about quarter to six in the morning Eastern time. So if that's a horrible Brian-level analogy, I'm, I'm going to blame the time for that. But in my mind, in their minds, they would have justification. Especially if Big Money Matt promises to share the hangman's big star money and promises to get 10 a title shot, and, and on and on. 
if the issue for you is John Silver and looking at him as a babyface star, I, I'll go back 30 years. Rick Steiner functioned just fine in the varsity club, you know, as an example. And there have been plenty others since then. He doesn't have to be a heel like the others in the group. He's already not. He can maintain some sort of contact when when he interacts and when the Dark Order interacts with Hangman Page that lets him know that their golden lover's level love is real, you know? And they can serve... That, that right there can actually serve Silver a lot more purpose down the line because he can make the save for Page, and when he turns full-fledged babyface, it's going to be bananas. And I, I don't think it's a bad idea at all. It's a very pro-wrestling idea. I don't know if they're going to do it or not, and it may make you unhappy as a fan, but is it going to make you turn off the show? Of course not. And that's part of pro wrestling. You got to be defeated sometimes for the wins later on to taste sweeter. They got to take you up. They got to take you down. This would be a good time to do this with the Dark Order. And if your concern is with negative one, you should probably be worrying more about private party being the odd man out in this scenario. Because if you don't think that kid would be fine with being a bad guy, I I don't know what to tell you. I already heard him do commentary on Dark, and his name is Brody Lee Jr. So I bet you he'll be a fine heel and be completely good with it. You know what I'm saying? So not an insane idea. I don't know if it'll happen or not, but not an insane idea. I think I picked Hangman Page. I'm going to continue to ride with Hangman Page on this one. Moving to Tony Khan, telling Busted Open Radio about the, quote, Hall of Fame-worthy unquote AEW signee who will be revealed at Revolution. He said this, I'll say one thing. It's one of my all-time favorite wrestlers. I tipped it on unrestricted. I tipped that it was a male. He's coming. He's coming to do great things for us. He's committed. He's going to sign a contract Sunday at Revolution on pay-per-view, and we're going to have all of these great matches, and we'll have this big news coming out of the show. Well, on Saturday, Kurt Angle posted a short video on his social media where he was shown lacing up his boots and making a Kurt Angle face. Nothing like the perk Angle face, but he was looking intense. Is this a red herring? I'm thinking that it is, but I don't know. As I mentioned this week on the show, Kurt Angle makes sense if you're giving him a role as an authority figure who is only going to have to suit up and get in the ring maybe once a year. They could use an on-air authority figure for sure. I don't want to see Tony Khan on TV ever. Nothing against Tony Khan. I just don't want to see the owner on TV. I've seen way more than enough of that. And frankly, if I'm going to have one, I don't care what Brian says, I'm fine with Shane McMahon, even though he's not really an owner. I don't know how that works anymore, but you know what I mean. With all the nonsense that happens backstage in that company, including but not limited to both geriatric and little person abductions, they could use an authority figure. And whoever the Hall of Famer is supposed to be, that person uh, should be differing from who was in the face of the Revolution ladder match, because we still have a spot open there. As of now, Max Caster, Cody Rhodes, Lance Archer, Penta L0M, Scorpio Sky, and the player to be named later. Who is it? There's been a lot of names bandied about. I'm sure you've heard most of them. You've heard the, the wacky ones like, 
The Rock and John Cena and, and no, don't don't not not going to be them. I don't believe Brock Lesnar also a bad bet. Christian Cage, the Canadian Rage, aka J. Riso. Huh? A lot of people are thinking that one. I believe Christian may own the trademark on his name. I'm not sure. He was Christian Cage in TNA way back when. Rob Van Dam, Ethan Page, whose TNA contract expired at the end of last year. Dalton Castle's name was mentioned last night on Observer Radio, Dave and Brian. He did not resign to Ring of Honor when his contract ran out. I'd love to see Taurus in there. I'm not Mr. Lucha, but ever since Ray Reyes a couple years ago when Cody Cain Velasquez and Psycho Clown wrestled uh, him, I think it was Tejano Jr. and Karrion Cross. Uh, you know, I've been wanting to see him like kind of get a crack on in the AEW roster. Now, odds are, if you're into Lucha, you're probably screaming a bunch of, bunch of other names right now, Laredo Kid or whoever. I, I, although, with Laredo Kid status and being you know adjacent to Kenny Omega, I don't think it would be him. But he was, you know, that's I guess a, as impossible as anybody else who's being speculated. NWA World Champion Nick Aldis is another one. But I, this, to me, I don't think it would be the right time at all to debut him. Because on the surface, at least, to me, you're going to devalue one of the two titles. Because he either loses, that's not good. He either wins and then loses to Darby later on in the TNT title match, and that's not good for the NWA title. Or he wins and then goes on and beats Darby, and I don't know if you're AEW, is that the best position for your singles title? To me, if you're going to bring in Nick Aldis, you bring in Nick Aldis adjacent to Kenny Omega. In the same way that, you know, it was Rich Swan was, in the same way that Laredo Kid is, in the same way they talk about Kota Ibushi or Tanahashi or Okada when they mention their names. Like, that's where Nick Aldis needs to be. So I, that's why I don't think, I mean, from a work point of view, it'd be great to see him in this match. It'd be great to see him on AEW TV, but I don't think so. But taking the mystery man out of the five names mentioned, I think Scorpio Sky would be my pick. To me, it's, it's time to get that guy back in the mix in some way, especially if he's going to carry more of an edge, which I, I think he absolutely needs to. I think that would be great. So there's that. There's Sting and Darby Allen against Brian Cage and Ricky Starks in the street fight. It's amazing that with everything else on this show, this one's, you know, some of the cachet of this one kind of slipped down, I think, a little bit. But we talked about it a lot this week. I can't see Sting uh, and Darby not getting the victory here unless you're you're immediately going to build to a, a title match, a TNT title match with Darby Allen directly with somebody coming right off of this thing. You know, Sting... Getting the victory over Ricky Starks, I, I think that would be pretty cool, but he's already beaten up Ricky Starks, but who who knows? Who knows? The one thing I, I do know for sure is that tag match, oh, I'm looking forward to that a lot more than Miro and Kip Sabian against Orange Cassidy and Chuck Taylor. I hate this feud, and it needs to die now. And Miro needs to be broken away from Kip Sabian. So I think the easiest thing to do is Orange Cassidy and Chuck Taylor get the victory. Orange Cassidy pins Kip Sabian. Meanwhile, during the entire match, Miro is killing people. And then after the match, because Kip lost, he kills him too. I would be very, very satisfied with that. Got a lot to get into. Still New Japan Cup. 
UFC from last night, overnight ratings for SmackDown are out, and so much more. We'll get back to it when we come back from break. Wrestling Observer Live. Man, how can you afford gas for that big SUV? I pay less for gas than everyone else. I got the free Get Upside Gas app and get up to 25 cents a gallon cash back every time I buy gas. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You're getting up to 25 cents off a gallon with the free Get Upside Gas app while I'm paying full price? You know it. People earned over a million dollars last year. You just got to take a picture of your gas receipt and bam, up to 25 cents a gallon cash back. You don't have to tell me twice. I'm downloading the free Get Upside Gas app now. Download the free Get Upside app now in the App Store or Google Play to save up to 25 cents a gallon when you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for a 50 cent a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's up to 75 cents a gallon on your next tank. Just download the free GetUpside app at the App Store or Google Play and use promo code CAR. Save money on gas on every fill-up. Just download the free GetUpside app and use promo code CAR. That's C-A-R. Visit GetUpside.com for terms. Receive a $5 rebate by trading up a non-contact thermometer toward an Exergen temporal scanner purchased at any retailer. Fever is a leading symptom of COVID, and using an accurate thermometer has never been more critical. In published studies, no-touch thermometers miss more fevers than they detect. While the new COVID vaccines are becoming more widely available, it is important to make sure you are protected. Monitor for fever with an accurate thermometer backed by more than 80 published peer-reviewed clinical studies. Details at exergen.com, where accuracy matters. Uh, that, that meeting's starting at 4. Can I get those projections? Indeed knows unexpected growth can stretch your business thin. Karen, do these numbers look right to you? Like at Mia's research firm. To hit client deadlines, she needs to get started hiring right, right away. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. And the moment you sponsor a job on Indeed, you get a short list of quality candidates from our resume database. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get a $75 credit for your first sponsored job post. Terms and conditions apply. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Mike Sempervivi back with you here, Wrestling Observer Live. Brian Alvarez will be back with me tomorrow. But if you are a subscriber to either twitch.tv backslash F4W video or wrestlingobserver.com, he will be back with two shows, a Brian and Vinny Revolution post show, which will be airing on Twitch 
The audio of that show will go up immediately afterwards on the website for subscribers there. Subscribers there will also get a Wrestling Observer Radio podcast with Dave Meltzer and Brian that will be posted up early Monday morning with all of the fallout of AEW Revolution. It wouldn't be a Wrestling Observer Live if I didn't have to talk about ratings. The overnight ratings for SmackDown, the show averaged 2.166 million viewers, its best overnight viewership since January 29th, 2.153 million in hour one, 2.179 million in hour two. This week's SmackDown was headlined by Daniel Bryan defeating Jey Uso in a steel cage match to earn a Universal Championship shot against Roman Reigns at Fastlane. Fox was last in overall uh, network viewers, uh, if you're not counting the CW, but in terms of the key demos, SmackDown drew a 0.6 rating in 18-49s, which is up 20% from last week's overnight number. That was second on network television behind ABC's Shark Tank. SmackDown was also up 20% in the 18-34 year old demo, drawing an 0.3 rating. It tied with Shark Tank for the top spot in the networks in that category. Uh, year over year, SmackDown is down or was down this week 11.7% in total overnight viewership. And the show was also down 14.3% in the 18 to 49 demo from last week, from this week last year and down 25% in 18 to 34. Always riveting talk uh, about the ratings. So I'm going to, to go ahead and put that to the side. Good ratings, I would assume, for UFC 259 last night, at least when it comes to buy rates. They had a a loaded-up show. You had a champion versus champion match, which main evented. You had Amanda Nunez. You had the Bantamweight Championship fight. And that's where things got weird. But before I get into that, uh, Islam Makayev uh, against Drew Dober. And if you liked Khabib, Habib, Mr. Nemagomedov, that's what he should just be known as, is Mr. Nemagomedov. Uh, if you liked him completely mauling talented people, you're going to love Islam. He is a, he, he's just, he is just brutal. Uh, a takedown early on in, in the first round, and that was about it. You know, Drew Dober, once the bell rang, that was his best shot in this fight, and it's not like Dober is not a talented fighter. Even Joe Rogan said as the fight began that he thought Dober is one of the most underrated guys in, in all of UFC. Well, <laughs> it didn't matter. Uh, Islam's going to make you look uh, very, very mortal, and now he wants a top-five guy. He was number 14 going in. God knows why it was so low. Third round. Uh, submission, uh, I believe it was an arm triangle choke. I can't remember. I'd have to go back and see what it was. But he mentioned Tony Ferguson's name, and that is a flashy fight to have on the undercard with a, a big main event. You know, I, I'm not sure exactly where Ferguson stands right now. He lost in December to Charles Oliveria, which, you know, that fight's really good too because Oliveria is right there. And then, of course, you have Connor and, and Poirier coming up. And if Connor wins that, I mean, you can very easily sell a, a Connor Islam fight. Uh, although, would Islam take that fight? You know, being close to Khabib, is this something that he would do, considering what everybody in, in that side of the uh, camp thinks of, of Connor McGregor? 
Uh, would Connor even take that fight? If you're the UFC, would you even want that fight to happen? Or do you want to have Connor fight just, you know, the, the biggest, brightest, shiniest pay per view money grabbing fights that he can get? And you let Islam just go after the lightweight title that way. You know, there's some different scenarios there. Uh, unfortunately for the UFC, one of the scenarios that seems to have gone out the window last night is the possibility of John Jones when he comes back facing, uh, Israel Adesanya. That was the main event last night. He's the middleweight champion. He was just outsized. And, and Jan Blachowicz is, you know, he's a big dude. He's the 205 pound champion, probably went in the ring at 230, 235. <laughs> you know, Adesanya was 200 pounds coming in. You know, and I, I don't, I have no idea what he got up to, but he was just so undersized and he, he looked, he looked good, especially early on. But it was just one of those things where it may have not been the most exciting fight in the world, but it was a smart fight for Bokoitz who just constantly wore out Asanya down, you know, over five rounds and ended up taking a, a unanimous decision. But obviously that pokes a hole in, in Jones in, in Israel if he, were, he had any thoughts on doing that fight. It, it, it just Adesanya is just not going to be big enough for Jones. You know, they're they're squaring up John Jones right now to face the winner of Stipe and Nganu. So, you know, if you're going to do John Jones and somebody in the light heavyweight division, let it be Bukowitz. I mean, at least size-wise, they're going to be able to match up. I, I don't know if John Jones is just going to be too much for him, you know, with, with what history has said. That's a safe bet. I'll, I'll go with that. But but at least that's that's a possibility now that that Israel and and Jones looks to be out the window. Amanda Nunez, she can't fight men because they won't let her do that. And I don't even know what percentage of male fighters that she could beat. But I do know that there's a a high high number of civilians, whether you are male, female, or anything else that Amanda Nunez could walk through in the same way that she did to Megan Anderson last night. Arm bar, two minutes, uh, or head and arm choke. I, again, I'd have to go back and double-check that one. Look, it was an ass-kicking is what it was. Uh, as soon as Anderson got hit with the first punch, you know, you could see where this thing was going. It was just a matter of how long, and Nunez was such a heavy favorite going into this fight, and I don't know who's who's out there that she can fight that she hasn't already beaten in the case of, of Sevchenko, you know, twice. And it would, again, it would, it, that's, it would be a good fight, but it's not like this is like Pacquiao and, and Juan Manuel Marquez, where like the more that Pacquiao kept agreeing to fight Marquez, like sooner or later, Marquez was going to get the win. Like no offense to Valentina, but like, there's nothing about Amanda Nunez, which like indicates that, you know, that's going to be a possibility. So God knows what's next for Amanda Nunez, but she is hands down the greatest female fighter we have ever seen. And she is one of the greatest MMA fighters we have ever seen. Not one of the greatest moments in MMA last night. Also, as the Bantamweight Championship was decided by disqualification. Nobody got thrown over the cage uh, for a disqualification like they used to do in, like, you know, world class and stuff like that. But we, we got a, a title changing hands by disqualification. Bizarre scenario. Uh, Peter Yan and Aljamain Sterling. Sterling just got whooped this entire fight. 
he was gassed out by the third round beginning. By the fourth round, he had nothing. He kind of went for a, a takedown after getting a landed and getting a couple of shots landed on him. He went for this takedown towards the end of the fourth round. Jan obviously just basically backs away and stops it. He yells out to his corner. I don't know if it's should I hit him or if he was looking for a spot because Sterling was on all fours that, okay, you know, give me the high sign once his knee comes up and I'll go ahead and start laying some strikes. I don't know what his corner yelled out. Maybe they yelled out, hit him. I don't know what he did. But the bottom line is Jan delivered a V trigger to the eye of Aljamain Sterling. Sterling goes down. They obviously pause the fight. It was an intentional knee. There's no other way to say it. It was what it was. Sterling could not continue. A bizarre scene as Sterling begins to then cry as he still, he's laid out, laying on the mat. They come back for the decision. For God knows what reason, Jan's got his hand up in the air, basically like, I guess, hey, look at me. I'm an idiot. I've lost my championship. And Sterling, when they announce the decision, as soon as they say, and knew, he kind of cocks his head as if, like, you know, it was a, a sad golden retriever who, listening to this decision, and he begins to cry again as Dana White is strapping the title on him. Just a, just one of those things you don't see every day inside of the cage. Uh, just a, a shocking thing that has not happened in UFC before. Jan loses the title. Sterling is now the champion. No one is happy about this, obviously. Sterling, you know, not the way that he would want to win it, especially the way he was getting beaten down anyway. Jan just, I didn't hear the post-fight press conference other than hearing Dana White when he was asked, you know, what do you think it was an intentional knee? So, yeah, of course it was an intentional knee. Uh, I'm not sure what Jan was thinking there, but just a, just a, just a bizarre end to that fight there. But that's pretty much your, your biggest headlines coming out of UFC. If you're a subscriber to the site, Dave and Brian went into it, uh, with a little more detail last night. Very long show. A lot of, a lot of stoppages though early on during the preliminaries. A lot of fun stuff that happened. In fact, I think if I'm not mistaken, all of the, Bonuses last night went to fights on the undercard, but got a little bit of time in here to get in the New Japan Cup, which is taking place coming up on the 9th. Nagata and Yoda Suji and Tomohiro Ishii and Sonata are part of the remaining first round matches. Also on March 10th, the remainder of them when Dave Finley faces off against Chase Owens, Yoshihashi against Yujiro, and Toa Hanari against Jay White. That's going to wrap up everything for the first round. We know a couple of second round matches already uh, because some of the matches that took place. Uh, Jeff Cobb defeated Kojima. If you haven't had a chance to see this one, I thought this was great. And I tell you what, Jay, to me at least, Jeff Cobb is someone's world heavyweight champion. He really is, and I know he's not maybe at the level of, of your Okada's and Tanahashi's and Omega's and even Jay White because, you know, the cachet's not there. But if I'm in America and I have a chance to get Jeff Cobb and I could have done this, he is my world heavyweight champion. There's nothing that dude can't do besides get taller. And the fact that he can't get taller, who cares? That guy could do everything. His power is is unquestioned. His his wrestling is of course Olympic level. 
he can be a great base for the Flyers. He can power with the big guys. To me, there's nothing Jeff Cobb can't do. I thought he was fantastic. Satoshi Kojima is a great uh, a past decade, a, 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 a previous incarnation of him. I, I think it. I think it's just great, and it explains why Jeff Cobb lost to Tenzan. Uh, doesn't explain why Tenzan, you know, got his his, his Mongolian chops back, but. Uh, Jeff Cobb is is just a star. Shingo and Okada, big win for Shingo there. Uh, and, and again, well, I'll, I'll go through some of these next upcoming second round matches when we get back from break. Stay with me, Wrestling Observer Live. It's scary when you tell the absolute truth about where you're at in your life and you know struggles with with sobriety and just 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 everything about me is really out there right now and uh it, it's really freeing to be in this position to just not be hiding anything and just get to move forward in my life and yeah, i feel great man it feels really good thank you to all the fans who who stuck by me and who still support me and who are excited for me um it, it, it's, it's just so energizing for me as an athlete and i really appreciate everyone so much Nunez's hands are down, and she's walking Ronda down. She tags her again. Over and over. Amanda Nunez. We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt, call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402. 877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851 800-439-7851 800-439-7851 800-439-7851
Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. All right, Mike Sempervivi back on the show, Wrestling Observer Live. Got a little short segment here to end things. New Japan Cup second round shaping up like this so far. Evil and Jeff Cobb, the great Okan and Toru Yano in the Brian Alvarez special. Both those matches will take place on March 11th. On the 13th, we've got Hiroki Goto against Shingo, who knocked off uh, Kazuchika Okada, Kazuchika? Kazuchika Okada in a great match. And I tell you what, Okada's got two herniated discs in his back and just did. He's been doing some heavy lifting on this tour big time. Goto gave him a lot to work with, obviously, but when you're working in that kind of pain, it's rough, and you can tell that man is laboring. Uh, Minoru Suzuki against Kenta will also take place on the 13th, and on the 14th, Will Ospreay will face off against Zack Sabre Jr. There will be another second round match taking place on the 14th, and then the two remaining matches will take place on the 15th. So New Japan's former dance partner, or at least a lot of them, wrestle for AEW. And of course, AEW Revolution is coming up here in just a little bit. We will have the full post-mortem on this show coming up over at WrestlingObserver.com. There's going to be play-by-play up on the website. We've got Matt Men, who are going to be doing a watch-along of the show. Denise Salcedo will be doing a post-show. I believe Brian and Vinny still, obviously, they're going to have their post-show as well. And, of course, there's Wrestling Observer Live. We do this thing every single day. We'll be back weekdays, 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, so... Everything you're going to need to know about this card, however it shakes out, we're going to have all the news for you. And I'd just like to thank all of you for joining me today. I'd like to thank producer Scott. I'd like to say once again, happy birthday to Miss Paisley Alvarez. And Brian and I will talk to you again after a while. 